still can't hear you. Welcome back, or it's been so long, it seems like the first time to the Crabby Curious Pretty Good podcast. Today, we are going to say uh, Silencio to Bruno's out there, talk about Vespas, and cover Disney's Luca, uh, the newest Pixar movie on Disney+. And of course, you wouldn't want to hear me ramble on forever. That would get pretty old pretty quick. It probably already is. So I am joined by Sarah. Sarah, welcome back. Hello, thank you. Thank you for having me. So happy to um, be here. When's the last time you were on? It's been a minute, right? Um, I'm pretty sure it was for the Onward podcast, so like a year uh, ago. Okay, yeah, so um, no spoilers, but I feel like Pixar did better this time around than they did with Onward. 1000% um, agree. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us have started making the joke onwards like the line. It's like the most bang average, mediocre movie ever. So something needs to be above the onward line or below it. And if it's below the onward line, it's not looking good. I'm going to be honest. Everything just cut out there and I have no idea what you said. Okay. Um, so I was saying the onward um, is probably, I know with a couple of my friends, we joke it's the most bang average mediocre Pixar movie so everything we judge any kind of film tv yeah game it's either above the above or below the onward line and if it's below the onward line it's not looking good I was gonna say that's gotta be pretty rough if it's below <laughs> yeah I, I mean that some things are completely terrible but yeah, it's just I did yeah, not just, like it if you remember yeah yeah, it's just, eh, yeah, yeah. Put it on the background, I guess, if yeah. you have kids. I don't even know if kids like it. But we're talking about something happy. Right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Luca, um, when, did you first, when did you first hear about it? And what were your initial thoughts about the movie, like, going in? I want to say that it, like, wasn't that long before the movie came out that I heard it. Like, maybe a couple of months. Um, but I was super excited because anything having to do with the ocean I'm about and then there were sea monsters and I love sea monsters and lake monsters and really just monsters in general but <laughs> I was super excited I was a little hesitant because I didn't want it to be another onward because I was also pretty excited about that movie uh, and I, I'm so glad to say that I was not disappointed and it's just nice to have a movie live up to the potential you think that it has. Yeah, yeah, I, I was the same. I didn't really know it was in the works. I think the thing that helped Onward was it was supposed to be in theaters before the pandemic happened. So they might've gotten the trailer out a lot earlier and then mm -hmm. they just settled on throwing it on Disney+. Plus. I feel like this movie, I didn't even know about it till like three weeks before it came out. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Um, I'm not a big monster person. I'm more of a monster hunter, like the video game. Um, but I mean, they were friendly <laughs> sea monsters. Um, not quite um, Nessie in Scotland or anything. But yeah, I thought I, I had, you know, tempered expectations after Onward kind of ruined everything for everybody. But um, it definitely exceeded those. And I thought it was a pretty good film. Uh, not to get ahead of myself. But um, since we are going to be covering it, and while this should be kind of common sense at this point. Spoiler war warning, um, if you don't want to know anything about the plot, you should uh, probably turn off now, but skip to the end and finish the podcast so we get credit for the listeners. It's all about the <laughs> stats out there. Uh, so if you could do that for us, I appreciate it um, to the loyal people in Europe that actually do listen to this. Don't know who you are, but I appreciate you. Um, so there's someone in Scotland? Hi, Scotland. Yes. Hi, Scott. <laughs> is it not as in Scott, but a Scott? So could be anybody, but I appreciate it. It could you. be a Scott named Scott. That would be uh, interesting. I'm sure I wouldn't wear that joke out if I knew him in real life because I don't want any <laughs> jokes out. <laughs> uh, 
So um, we're gonna, I'm gonna give a brief synopsis of the film and then we will get into what we think. So the movie Luca, it's set on the Italian Riviera, an unlikely but strong friendship grows between a human being and a sea monster disguised as a human and so much more. So first things first, the setting. Now it's never like completely defined, but it seems to be somewhere between 1950 and 1960 Italy on an island, you know, off the Mediterranean. Um, there's also quite a bit of the movie that takes place underwater. So what did you think about the setting, um, animation, and uh, I know there's some Easter eggs in the background. Did you have any strong thoughts about that? Um, I love the setting. I thought it was perfect for beginning of summer because now I'm like ready to take a vacation to Italy. I won't because I'm poor, mm -hmm. but I'm ready. Um, I also love the underwater part and part of me wished that there was more just because I thought it was so pretty, but I don't think that would have worked for the storyline. And it, it looked pretty pretty bare and simple down there. So I'm not sure what else they could have added, uh, but I thought it was great. I didn't, I regret to say, I didn't notice too many Easter eggs. Uh, I'm just not that observant, I guess. I did see a Donald Duck plushie in uh, Julia's room once. So that's the one that I got. Yeah, I um I didn't see the Easter eggs either, but you know these nerds out here after a movie comes out, especially I know the ones with the Marvel series are real bad about the Easter eggs. But I was doing some research before the podcast, and there's a lot of callbacks to old Italian movies. Um, this is the director's uh, first film, and let me get the director's name: um, Enrico um, Casarona, Casosa, Casosa. Sorry. Um, so I think he was inspired a lot because you know, Italian man of um, old Italian films that probably kind of set up and confirmed it was a 1950s time. I agree with you about the underwater being simple. Uh, maybe that was the point, because you know, at the beginning of the movie, Luca, he's basically a, a sheep herder, except it's not sheep and it's fish. <laughs> so it's almost like they live on a very agricultural, or what would be the right word, aqua agricultural. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I really want to know what they do with the fish. Do they eat them? Because Luca is very personable with them and it's shown yeah. later that they, they help catch the fish. Mm -hmm. So what's, what, I want to know what the relationship with the fish is. Yeah, that's Are a good question. Good question. I need mm -hmm. to know. Yeah, because if it was sheep, you'd, you know, they'd do it for the, you know, the, the wool and, and whatnot, but what are you using the, the fish for and like you said one was named yeah. Giuseppe I remember he was a troublemaker I loved him um, yeah that would uh, deviate from the pack so yeah there's a lot of a uh, lot of unsolved mysteries unlike the show um, <laughs> but that can lead some to some dark theories we can maybe jump into later I love dark <laughs> theories yeah so like you said the setting was beautiful I want to go to Italy but I too am broke and poor <laughs> so I can have to live vicariously through the sea monsters the characters um, so there was a uh, six or seven main characters um, all pretty defined um, so I'm going to go through each one let me know what you think and then okay. after that you can tell me your favorite okay. um, so the titular character Luca um, kind of young, naive, but, you know, curious. That's why he goes to the surface. What did you think of Luca as the lead? I liked Luca. I thought that he worked as the main character because he was a very, like, innocent, naive boy who didn't know much. So you kind of used him as your own tool to learn about everything else. And I just thought that he was adorable and I related with his anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I was a, I was a big fan of Luca. Yeah, I, I like how he grew. So earlier he was like, oh, I shouldn't go up here. You know, I shouldn't do it. And then old Alberto, like, come on, man, it's okay. <laughs> and then eventually he uh, grew to love the land so much. He uh, even outed Alberto at one point. It's like, oh, it's a sea monster. Yeah, that yeah. was rude. It's like, dang, yeah, it'd be your own people. That's what, yeah, that's what uh, Julius Caesar said when Brutus stabbed him. It'd be your own people. And then he said, hey, to Brute also. But um, <laughs> actually, he might have not even said that. This is what Shakespeare said, he said. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Luca, Luca was a sweet kid. Um, like you said, innocent and, and grew. And of course, he made his 
his mistakes, but he's a child and he's learning. And, you know, he was literally a fish out of water, literally um, learning to adapt. So that's all good. So that's Luca. Now we'll get to one of his BFFs, um, Alberto. What did you think of Alberto? Um, okay, I loved Alberto. I mm-hmm. One of my s- small grievances, I do wish that we knew more about his backstory. I know they like very lightly touch on it after mm-hmm. he gets uh, revealed as the, the sea monster. And we know that his dad left from like, why did his dad leave? Were they always on the surface? How long were they underwater? I just mm-hmm. want more about him. But I did love him. I thought he was a great character. He helped break Luca out of his shell. And the, so I watched this movie twice. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I was like, he just reminds me so much of someone, but I don't know who it is. And then I figured it out on the second watch. Are you familiar with an American tale? Yeah, Five Will Goes West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so first of all, is this a similar movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Alberto is Tony. He's the straight mouse that, like, teaches Fievel how to do everything. And I was like, ah, oh, there it is. And I also had a crush on Tony when I was little. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> naturally, Alberto is great. Yeah, he is. And I think they played it perfectly with him getting Luca out of his shell, but his friendship with Luca helping him come to terms with his own drama because you see this brash, like adventurous kid, but really he's like kind of hyping in plain sight about the pain he has about his dad just up and leaving him. And there you go, Disney always with a single parent or no parent somewhere. Always. So you meet Luca's parents, so you're like, oh, that's different. But no, <laughs> no, no, uh, Julia just has a dad and Alberto has literally no. Well, one. Julia has a mother. There's oh, that's a- right. That's right. Yeah. She lives far away. Never Split. mind. Split yeah. custody. Yeah. Poor, it's tough out here for a one-armed man. But (laughs) (laughs) speaking of Julia, I can't say it with the right accent. I apologize. I can't Um, either. Yeah, what did you think about Julia? Um, I have mixed feelings about Julia. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly why, but there were just some times where I didn't care for her. And there's a scene where she's like, was that too much? My mom tells me that sometimes I'm too much. I'm like, you know what, Julia? Maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe just tone it down a mm-hmm. little bit. But I do think that uh, sh- I loved her character design. I thought it was super cute. And she's mm-hmm. a good person. Uh, I did have a, a little issue when, you know, Alberto reveals himself and she's like, oh, a sea monster. And then later, mm-hmm. like immediately after, she finds out that Luca's a sea monster and she's like, I don't care. I just want you to be safe. I'm like, well, yeah. why didn't you care about Alberto? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can get into that whole dynamic between the three. Um, I'm sure we will. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I thought I, I liked her. She was headstrong, determined. Um, I mean, I'm, I know it's technically a family movie. She might've followed that whole uh, tomboy archetype too -hmm. close that you see in a lot of stuff, Um, which is, I mean, she's a kid. I mean, you know, but I don't know. It seemed like she was always, let's do this. Let's do this. We got to keep pushing. And then, like you said, the inconsistency of, oh my goodness, Alberto, how could you do this? And then Luca gets hit with water when he's scouting himself. She's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. All right, cool bet. Let's go win this race. But she's too minded on that stupid race mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that was her plot device time, she's not she's not a bad character i wouldn't mm-hmm. say i dislike her i would just say that she, i find her a little grating yeah luca had a lot of different motivations you know exploring breaking away having to go to the deep with his creepy uncle um going to school alberto one of that vespa to adventure and she's like i gotta win this race i don't even know what she <laughs> wanted to do if she won she just wanted, she just to wanted the pride. She just yeah, wanted to be like, ha I won, you didn't. Yeah, she wanted to start, stop our boy Ercole's evil reign of terror. Um, speaking of which, um, let's talk about the, I guess he's the villain, um, Ercole. He's supposed to be a kid participating in this race. He's clearly like a teenager. Yeah, he's got that little wisps of a mustache going on. Yeah, uh, yeah I was not 
crazy about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I find like spoiled little rich kid is what he was coming off to me. And I don't find mm-hmm. that terribly interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he did what he needed to like, you needed someone to bring a little bit of tension into the story. So he accomplished that, but I just, I just didn't like him. Yeah. Why was he trying to murder Julia when she was yeah, so, swimming? <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's a family movie and they mention the word kill a lot. I'm like, yeah. that's fine. That's fine with me. I like dark stuff. But uh, if I had a child or a niece or nephew, I'm like, I'm talking about killing. He throws a spear at Julia. He's talking about killing sea monsters. There's one point where they all, him and his two cronies surround um, Alberto and Luca with spears and like threatening them to beat him up. Like, yeah, it's so, man, so much violence. <laughs> chill, man. I thought this was uh, about CE family, not mafiosos. Come on, guys. <laughs> but yeah, he um, yeah, he was just a basic kind of antagonist. Uh, I know some people will argue the best kind of villains are some that you see a little truth or good in. Mm-hmm. Um, like the classic case for Disney related would be like Killmonger and Black Panther, like yeah. His methods are messed up, but I'm like, I can, I kind of feel why you're doing it, my man, but you just can't do it that way. This guy's like, I'm just trying to win a race and I will win at literally any cost, even though I'm clearly too old to be participating in this. Right. Yeah. His motivation for just like being alive was too weak for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said, yeah, he does seem like the spoiled kind of rich kid. And the only spoiled rich kid I like is Richie Rich. <laughs> Because Macaulay Culkin had like a McDonald's in his mansion and gave all his friend McDonald's or something. I think I, I support that. Yeah. I, if I was rich, I would have a McDonald's and you all could come over and have all the chicken Thank nuggets you. and Big Macs you want or whatever you like. I McDonald's. would be over every day. McDonald's is my weakness. Yeah, it really is. Um, sorry to get off on a team. I worked there for six years through like high school and college and Figured I'd hate it, but no, it's so convenient. I'm sorry. It is. Sorry. I mean, you know what you're getting. You're not looking for high quality food. Right? Yeah. It tastes good and you get it quick. Yeah. And now they have high C orange again and I am so <gasps> excited. Oh my God. Dave doesn't know. He's going to. Oh man. I've been to the one down the street just making excuses. Like I might just go get a large high C orange. I'm like, oh my goodness. This whole time <laughs> I could have easily went to Walmart or Kroger and bought those little juice packets but they just don't hit the same not the same it's the same with their coca-cola oh yeah that's top notch soda you can't it's that carbonation it is yeah they have a whole carbonation machine for it that we have to get service to make sure it stayed excellent for our customers so respect (laughs) (laughs) thanks mcdonald's for sponsoring this episode but to tie it back to um the movie McDonald's has fish fillet sandwiches and uh, Massimo, um, Julia's dad, um, fished. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> connect. But what did you think of the uh, strong, brooding, one-armed man? I loved him so much. Mm-hmm. First of all, shout out Disney for getting some uh, limb differential people into their storylines. Diversity, mm-hmm. uh, representation matters, you know, get mm-hmm. it. Um also, I just love, it's kind of a basic character, but I love mm-hmm. like the big guy who's actually secretly really sweet and soft mm-hmm. and his relationship with Alberto just made me so emotional knowing that Alberto doesn't have a father. He got abandoned by him. So the one thing that he would want would be a father and then Massimo, his daughter, only is there for the summer so he doesn't get to be as much of a father as he would want and mm-hmm. oh it just touched my heart and I loved his big fluffy eyebrows and his mustache mm-hmm. and yeah he's great yeah I liked him too and he was a good foil to Julia he was all hyper let's get this done he's just like okay this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna do it we're gonna cut these I didn't even notice he was missing an arm till the fishing scene I don't know I don't know <laughs> what I was doing um but yeah, that, that, that's awesome that he's like that. And then at the end, you mentioned um, he provides Alberto what he was looking for the whole time. It wasn't the Vespa. It was actually like a parental type. You know, he's going to work with them. And even before that, while Luca and Julia would go off racing and eating pasta or 
no, she was swimming and Luca was riding a bike. He would, you know, make the pasta for uh, Alberto and teach him how to do stuff. So um, I don't know why I didn't see that coming, but that was really sweet. And um, like you said, one arm, it really didn't affect them. He was still the biggest, baddest guy on the island when push came to shove. Yeah, and I loved um, just going back to him and Alberto for a second. Right after Alberto was revealed and then he got chased off, when they go back into the house and only Julia and Luca show up and then he's like, where's the, the other mm-hmm. one? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, he had to go away. And he just immediately goes out and is like, well, I'm going to go find him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if he wants someone to find him. I'm looking for him because he's important to me. Uh, yeah, that's true. He's a real one. And uh, at the end, when he said, oh, I know who the sea monsters are, it's Luca and Alberto. No one was questioning him. <laughs> yes, I love, I thought that that was a, a nice way to get acceptance in the whole village. Like I, mm-hmm. I thought they did a good, good plot point with that, building it up with building that relationship with him. And then mm-hmm. no one's gonna mess with that guy, so. All right. And then the last two characters, um, we have Lorenzo and Daniela, which are Lucas' parents, um, kind of sporadically, obviously at the beginning, and then they um, come up to land looking for their son and they have their own little hijinks. What did you think of them? And uh, why does Daniela run that relationship? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I also loved them. Um, the dad was so funny, he was so stupid, and I was totally cool with it. Um, the bit where he, when they first get up on land, and he's like, I bet this kid is ours. And he just goes up to him and is like, you thought you got away with it and then pushes him in the water. I thought it was so, so funny. And uh, Daniela, I don't know. I guess she's just a strong lady and Mm -hmm. she knows what she wants. And her husband is totally cool with taking, not taking the lead on that. Um, She why does she hate the surface so much? Why didn't her mother tell her that she goes up there all the time? Why didn't the mother take her daughter up to the surface? <laughs> these um, are questions that I have. Yeah, these are good questions because the grandmother, and I forget her name, she obviously is, like she's revealed, she goes to the surface and earlier she covers for Luke after he gets back the first time. She's a cool granny, reminds me of my granny. Shout out to my granny, she's a cool tooth. <laughs> So, gee, um, but Lorenzo, yeah, he's kind of aloof. He doesn't know what's going on. He's paying attention to his, like, what, sea crab or something at the beginning instead of what Luca's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, Daniela's all stressed out about it. But, yeah, the granny, maybe, is the granny, do we know, is it Lorenzo's mom or Daniela's mom? Do they um, I think it is Daniela's mom. Okay, so maybe um, Daniela's dad is actually a human. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know. Oh, big twist. Yeah. Yeah, big twist. I'm I'm looking for this Luca fan fiction people out there. (laughs) Looking for it. I know it's out there already. That'd be great. I'm positive. Yeah, in Italian and in English. (laughs) Um, So those are the characters. Oh, I'm sorry. I do just want to give a quick shout out to Daniela's dolphin impression, which was fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, the the movie could have done with some dolphins, like to call her out on that. I would have loved some dolphins. Yeah, that's I love dolphins. Yeah, um, shout out to dolphins in general. <laughs> They're great. They're great. Um, so the plot itself, um, did you think it was too simple? I know it is a family movie, um, so we're not going to get a lot of intricate stuff usually. Um, did you feel an emotional connection at certain parts? And what changes, if any, would you make? Um, so overall, I I like the plot. I feel like it could have been a bit stronger more so in the second half like the first half I pretty much thought was perfect I really liked him like just initially getting out of the water and bonding with Alberto Uh, but when they switch to the land like there's a lot of fun bits but I'm just not into the into the race as much Mm -hmm. as I wanted to be maybe if it was like a more difficult race or something I don't I don't really know how they could have changed that to make it better. Like it still works, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I wish maybe there was some higher stakes 
to go along with maybe getting found out. Um, mm. I did think that they did that really well in the end when it's raining and, uh, you know, Alberto like proves his love for Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they just some kind of change regarding the race, but everything else I, w- I was pretty happy with. Okay, so I have a question. Like I said, I was doing research for this. It's like looking up um, basic things, you know, random articles and, you know, people have hot takes about stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was some, there was quite a few articles about Luca and Alberto. Is this Disney's first like gay kind of movie? Um, there are some scenes where Luca and Alberto are hanging out and then Julia and Luca hang out and Alberto has these little like looks at jealousy, which when I'm watching it, I didn't know if it was like, he's mine or, hey, that's my friend. You're trying to steal him away. Do you think there's anything to a love triangle there or is it just kids? Um, here is how I took it. I 1000% think that Alberto is in love with Luca. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he got very jealous mm-hmm. when Luca was going off with Julia all the time and, and sharing their interest. I don't think that there was anything romantic between Julia and Luca. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Luca, he has some feelings for Alberto as well. Mm-hmm. And like in the end when he's like, I can't do this without you. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, my little heart can't take it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I did read some articles as well. And I did see that the director was like, well, that's not what this is like that's this is just about friendship but i think someone else on the movie was like if that's how you want to take it then that's how you take it that's cool because there's also like a, this big allegory people are saying that like coming out as a sea monster mm. and having to hide and being in the closet that mm. it's all just kind of the very similar and so it just it definitely reads as a as a very gay movie and I'm about it. There's uh, enough plausible deniability there that they can show it in China. That's Disney's (laughs) Um, Wait till the Loki podcast. Uh, I don't think it was as brave as people think, but that's a whole different thing um, because you can take things out for China um, because they have money and they don't want to see that. But that's a different podcast. Look out for the Loki (laughs) podcast about what, three weeks or so when that's over. <laughs> and we can talk off uh, off camera about that one. But yeah, I could definitely see, I definitely thought, um, like I, I wasn't sure one way or another whether it was like a bromance or romance, but I could see it either way. He definitely was, you know, Nick, Nick Jonas, I still get jealous-ish uh, <laughs> when he was hanging out with uh, Julia all that time. It's, it's just those looks. I, I've had that look before when like, I, I might like a girl and she's hanging out with another guy. I'm like, oh, okay. I see how it is. We're, we're, we're going to do this. I got to go for the top and win her attention. I don't do that anymore because I'm grown up, but <laughs> definitely, definitely in my younger years, stupid stuff like that. That's not the way to win someone's heart. People out there, if I can yeah. offer some advice, just be you. <laughs> just be you. Like the whole plot of the movie, you know, it's about acceptance of who you are, you know, whether you're a sea monster uh, whether you're coming out of the closet, whether you're, I don't know, have some deep, dark secret, um, just accept who you are and let people embrace it. And over time, you know, if they see the good of you, it doesn't matter what you look like. Kind of like Luca and Alberta, you know, the whole island had gotten to know them as they were training for this race. They watched them eat way more pasta, watch them learn how to ride a bike and watch them covet some Vespa. <laughs> And, uh, you know, when they're like, you know what, it's just Lucas and Alberto. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. And they went on about their business. And except for Ercole, who still wanted to blatantly, violently stab him with a spear. Yeah, Jesus. He's trash. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Did you like um, the music used in it? And do you wish there were some songs to sing along to? Because they had, like, old school, like, Italian music. But it's kind of like for... um, segues or um what's the word i'm looking to montages and stuff oh yeah um i was cool with the music that they used there is a part of me that does wish that there is a song i could sing to but i'm like well i can just listen to these italian songs and mumble through them and pretend Mm -hmm. that i know the words so i was good with it i really liked the overarching musical theme i thought that it kind of represented the 
the Italian ocean mm-hmm. setting. I thought it was lovely. Yeah, uh, speaking of the Italian, um, so I guess, you know, when you mix Spanish and English and Spanglish, so there's a lot of Tanglish in this, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which uh, Italian, you know, is also a Romance language, like Spanish, French, uh, and Romanian, I don't, that's the other romance language everyone forgets. Um, did you like the mixing of the words? Do you wish the characters, some of the characters had a little bit more of an accent? I know the gentleman that plays Ercole, he also did the voice for the Italian version of the movie too. Oh. Um, the other people were blatantly American <laughs> or Canadian, as some of them are. <laughs> um, did you like, did you think that added to it, how sometimes they mix the words, even if the subtitles didn't give us what they were really saying? Um, yeah, I was cool with them mixing the words. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, as a basic American, I didn't even <laughs> really think about the the characters that didn't have an Italian accent. Yeah. <laughs> so that didn't bother me. Uh, but I could definitely see how bring that more in would have been nice as well. Um, I will say there was this thing that Alberto said near the beginning and at the end of the movie, which it was just flat out Italian. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why won't they tell me what this means? Yeah, he definitely like, blatantly didn't. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I did look it up and uh-huh. it's, it's something like, uh, nice to meet you my name is like mr trombone or something it's like some silly thing that kids say apparently Uh, it's like a trombone or a trumpet i don't know so it didn't really mean anything to me but i'm like oh you could have even just had something in the credits burn like where he found out what that meant yeah because i just i wanted to know and it really bugged me and i had to Google. <laughs> okay. Too speaking, much effort. Speaking of the credits, did you know there's a post-credit scene? I sure did, Sasha. Baron I did Cohen. not. I did not. <laughs> 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 <Turn off the laughs> movie. <laughs> um, we always just let the credits roll the entire yeah. time, just in case. And also, it's just a nice way to like decompress after. Yeah, I should have. I should have known. You know, with all the superhero movies doing it, but I'm like, they surely yeah, man. Do a movie. Uh, they got me. I'm an idiot. So what happened? I still haven't come back and watched. <laughs> um, literally, all it is is just the uncle like down in the, the dark. Yeah, just be like, oh yeah, it's just great down here. I just talk and talk. Sometimes I can talk for like twelve hours a day. And at one point, while he's tar- talking, there's a a bit of whale carcass that like Ooh. floats down, and he eats it, and it's like mm, whale carcass. And then it like changes the shot right at the end and you see that he's talking to the fish Giuseppe who like looks terrified and then slowly moves his fin to swim out of the shot and so I thought it was super cute and I also read that apparently uh, Sasha Baron Cohen like improvised most of his lines awesome and he improvised so much that they just took some of it and that's what they came up with for the end credits so it wasn't planned they were just like let's do let's do something with this since we have so much okay yeah i'm not surprised he improvised you know given some of the uh characters he's played over the years uh from borat to ollie g to bruno everything (laughs) in between i wish i'd loved I love the uncle character. I thought he was hilarious. I kind of wish that there had been, like he was a dark character and there was a little bit of darkness in there. And then like Mm -hmm. that shot when Alberto got revealed was very dramatic. And then the heartbreak of Luca saying, oh, a sea monster. I kind of wanted a darker turn at the end. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like it was going that way. And then all of a sudden it was just like, hey, I'm gonna fix this by doing the race. I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. I thought we were gonna go into some maybe some more sad territory. It would it would have been cool for me if like before he went to the surface, he spent like a week or a montage down in the deep with his uncle, and then escaped to, to the top side just to see how fun that would be. But I guess the yeah, post credit scene kind of showed something that said, yeah, yeah, it would have yeah. been awful because it literally was just like the characters in a black screen. Mm-hmm. So maybe not that yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day you text me uh, about there's a BuzzFeed quiz about which Luca character are you, right? Yes. 
And uh, spoiler, I hadn't finished watching the movie at that point. So I took oh. it. I took it without finishing the movie. So I thought I wouldn't um, be swayed to think one way or another, right? That's um, dangerous. So I took it. Yeah, I took it and got my result. Um, so before I revealed it, um, maybe because I was stalling because I hadn't finished the movie, I was like, oh, why don't we <laughs> reveal it on the podcast? But um, so what we're going to do here, um, we are going to guess what each other got for the Luca character. And then we're going to tell each Well, I'll probably say apologize for why I thought <laughs> you were who you weren't and uh, make myself look bad. So um, do you want to go first or want me to tell you who I think you are? Um, I'll go first. So okay. I, I, I had a hard time, but I think I, I think I feel fairly confident about Uh-oh. confident okay. about this. Um, okay. I, I think that you're gonna be Alberto because okay. I feel like you have a lot of confidence and you're always like wanting to do stuff, and you just have like that fun personality. So that's mm-hmm. that's my guess. Okay, uh, my guess for you. It's Julia, because you both went, no, I'm just joking. Just joking, <laughs> don't cancel me. Uh, I think you're Luca. Now, you're not the naive part or anything, or um, you're not innocent. I don't mean that in a bad way, like you're evil. You're just not, like, naive. <laughs> you know how the world works. Um, but you both kind of see the good in people. I both believe your hearts, like you said, the anxiety, I think, you have sometimes, and cautious, cautious nature. Um, but there's also a curious, sweet nature to you that's easy to get along with. Um, and sometimes you might need maybe an Alberto or Julia to hoard you into something after annoying you to maybe get you out <laughs> to do something. Um, so that's what I think for you. Um, so who I was, you were right. I was Alberto. So yes. you know me well. All right, now tell me why I was wrong about you. Okay, Bryson. Um, uh-uh. Well, you are correct. I am Luca. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 So that's probably not fun for the uh, for the listeners that so don't have to apologize. Well, you know, I didn't really mean it that way. <laughs> well, I honestly didn't know who I was going to be when I took the quiz, and then when mm-hmm. it was Luca, I was like, oh, well, this is really obvious now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anxiety is a big a big part mm-hmm. of my life, and he definitely had some. I like that little Silencio Bruno. Mm-hmm. thing that they did. I'm like, oh, this is going to help kids mm-hmm. learn how to deal with stuff. And learn Italian, even though yeah, Silencio is the same in Spanish, but spelled differently. <laughs> yes, there's Perfect. no Z, there's a C. Yeah. They're multilingual so, now. Multilingual, that gets you somewhere in life. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I am. I do try to get people to do stuff all the time. Sometimes I feel annoying doing it. I'm like, hey, we should yeah. do this today. But I don't know. I feel like I just need to, especially now, get out of the house and do stuff. Even though I don't really like going outside, I'm kind of like get out of the house and go somewhere else inside. Like everyone, you know, yeah, loves the summer that. and sun. I'm like, I already have a natural tan. I don't know why, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we know each other pretty well. So ha ha ha. Yeah. No controversy here. <laughs> uh, so for some fun, we mentioned Alberto's parents. Uh, now we know his dad abandoned him. We know nothing about his mom. So this is where we can use our creativity or lack thereof. What kind of dark theories do you have about Alberto's dad, mom, why they left, how he ended up on the surface? Do you have anything? And you can go as dark as you want. We don't have to stay in the confines of a family film. Okay, well, first off, I just imagine that his mom was like never around Mm -hmm. like either she died or she pieced out like pretty soon after he was born it just Mm because since she's not mentioned at or is she mentioned i don't Uh, don't think she was mentioned at all Mm -hmm. yeah so i just imagine that she was never in the picture and then you know alberto probably had this really abusive (laughs) childhood Uh being stuck with his dad who clearly didn't want him like Oh, so sad. He's probably just like hanging around his dad all the time, trying to be like, hey, why don't we do this? Hey, do you need this? Mm-hmm. And dad's just like, leave me alone. You're old enough now. You're what, like 12? Bye. Yeah, you're 12. Um, grown up. Yeah. So, as much as I kind of want to give him some kind of story where he had to go complete something that he couldn't take Alberto it was too dangerous, I just think that he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. 
to me, that's the darkest of all is just okay. a man abandoning his child. <laughs> it is pretty, that is pretty effed up um, in general. I uh, thought it was interesting that when Luca first meets him, he's like, are you from under there? He's like, yeah, but I live up here now. And then when Lucas is, not Lucas, Luca's parents uh, meet Alberto, there's like no mystery like, oh, I might know who your parents are, or I remember a guy that disappeared. You must be his son. Uh-huh. It's like you figure all the sea monsters are from the same same community, but obviously not. Um, he could be from the Greek sea monster community. It's all in the Mediterranean oh. or the Gibraltar sea monster community. <laughs> I don't know. Or, you know, sometimes I know Sicilians in Italy, they kind of look at themselves as Sicilian, not exactly Italian, even though it's part of Italy. Mm-hmm. But he's from Sicilian. My dark theory is that um, his dad got into some trouble with the um, sea monster mob and was on the run and took his son to land where they could hide out because, you know, no one was going to go up there from finding him. And then he would go to the um, nearest town and he fell in love with a human and the human uh, was good for him, but she was kind of a loser. And she's like, I don't want your stinking kid. And he got seduced and ran away and left his kid. That's, oh, yeah. Rough times. So, that's tough. But um, now he has a better dad. Um, this is true. It all can, worked out for the best. Yeah, I mean, I bet I bet Alberto's dad couldn't cook. So. That's a good point. Definitely was not eating pasta. Yeah, he doesn't have a manly Tom Selleck mustache either. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's my dark theory. But hopefully, we get to know if there's a sequel or prequel. Speaking of which, do you think this would be worthy of one? And if it is, what would you like it to explore? Um. Well, for the most part, I'm just against sequels, mm-hmm. so I want to say no. I think that this is a nice little contained story. And we don't really need to go beyond it. Had some really cute pictures in the credits of like what mm-hmm. happened after. So that kind of gave you a little little taste of of a sequel without having to risk a poor movie. Um, yeah. However, if it did, I don't know why I didn't even think about it finding out about Alberto's dad in a sequel. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, but you mentioned the sea monster mob, and I did figure that. <laughs> sea monster mob squad. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, whoops. Um, I just thought we'd go full on stereotype and be like, well, if there's a sequel, I would love for there to be a mafia that was comprised of sea monsters. And maybe mm-hmm. you don't you don't know it at first, and then you find out what what they are and I just really wanted that to be contained in there somehow and Mm -hmm. uh, I figured it would maybe take place at uh, Julia's mom's so outside of the city I'm like I feel like Puerto Rosso it was displayed as such a small town I think if there was a mafia there it would have made its way into this first movie so i think we need to go outside of there to explore the different types of sea monsters and let luca kind of find out more about the world yeah i kind of agree i think it's pretty self-contained uh now of course the stuff i'm curious about i don't know if a full-on hour and a half two hour sequel would be worth it but maybe some like five to ten minute shorts where we see Luca and Julia at school, you know, him getting used a telescope for the first time and finding out that that stars in the sky and not fish in the sky. Um, see how um, Alberto and Massimo are doing, and then maybe something that connects his dad, or maybe maybe his dad's actually not the bad guy we want him to be, and he had to leave, and he, he comes back or sends a letter, something. But with your um, sea monster mob idea, I think it would be excellent if the the sea monsters from the deep were the mob because they kind of look kind of evil, you know, and that um, yes. I hate to stereotype them, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that ever breaks stereotype is like if we see toy soldiers where the Gorgons are actually the good guys and the toy soldiers are actually the dicks, even though they're all American. Um, but yeah, I would, that could be fun, the sea monster mob. We got to make this happen. Hashtag. 
<laughs> yeah, I like your idea of the shorts. I feel like that would be a lot better than a full-on movie sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could probably do shorts with a lot of stuff. I'd like to see what uh, my man Ratatouille is cooking these days. Yeah. Um, if uh, someone hasn't tried to set out some poison for him or something. But... Oh, gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I want that short, Bryson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. Shout out to Ratatouille. <laughs> He's one of the best chefs I know. <laughs> so overall, um, like we said, this is definitely above the infamous onward line. Um, what would you rate this out of five crabs? Since this is the Crab Curious podcast, even though no one lives in Baltimore anymore. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it 4.5 crabs. I praise. Um, I think even though the story could be like worked out a little more, add some more depth to it. I think just the fact that it's kind of like such an easy watch Mm-hmm. really was nice for me like when I watched it a second time I was like oh I'm still completely enjoying this and I just I liked the animation the characters and the fact that it was a Pixar movie that didn't make me feel like really sad was pretty yeah. nice I like the departure and sometimes like all I want to watch is a nice light movie. And I think that this will be a great option when I'm in one of those moods to just put on at any time. Yeah, I was in uh, like Toy Story 3. I've only seen the ending once. And that's, that is more than enough for me. Same. I can't <laughs> go back um, there. Yeah, I can't. I can't go back. Um, this one, yeah, I'm going to say four out of five. Uh, it took me back to like when I was younger. Um, you know, I have to mention this every podcast. I used to live in England, right? <laughs> so uh, when I would come home from the summer to the States, sometimes I didn't really know anybody outside of my cousins. And I'd stay at my granny's house and just, you know, meeting kids in the neighborhood there kind of made me think of what the, the town was in this movie, going out and meeting people. And um, despite me being labeled Alberto now as a child, I was scared of everything, very cautious, um, not very outgoing oh, to an extent. Um, so I kind of see myself and also kid as Luca in this, getting out somewhere new, making friends, learning to ride a bike, all that kind of stuff. And like you said, it's not, um, it's easy. It's easy to follow with. And there are emotional points like at the end and, you know, the part where Luca kind of turns in Alberto and then when they reunite, um, all that kind of stuff. That's very nice, but not so much that I'm going to be, um, you know, in my feelings or needing tissues or anything. But I felt it, felt it. So I'm going to say four out of five, and I'd recommend it to anyone of any age. So, yay. Yeah. yeah. So before we go, are there any other um, movies this summer or fall or shows that you're looking forward to and might want to review? Um, honestly, I don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, yeah, well, I am looking forward to the Black Widow movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, that's yeah, I'm ready some, for some more Marvel. The, the shows have been nice to keep me going. And then Dave and I rewatched all of the Marvel movies. So I'm just, like, uh, in, I'm in that zone right now. It's a uh, big of a nerd as I am about superheroes. I've actually never done that thing where you go back and watch them. Um, you should do it. Some of them, there's just some of them I don't want to see again. Um, well, that's fine. Uh, like yeah, you don't not, need to watch Captain Marvel again. That's fine. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not high on Captain Marvel. That doesn't make me anti-feminist. I just thought it was a very, it was a Mad bad movie. movie. That's not uh, and um, um, Brie just, I don't know, she didn't have a lot of range of emotion. No. That might have been by design, but I feel like she could have done more. Um, the other characters are great. Um, and, you know, the fact that we got one grown up in WandaVision, uh, Monica, that's great. And, you know, Nick Fury is more comedic, was great. But yeah, that one, um, maybe one of the Iron Mans I wasn't so high on. I've been told Thor Dark World is awful. I've only seen it in theaters yeah, one trash. time. Um, <laughs> uh, but I feel like I need to watch it because it has some connection to Loki. Um, but we'll definitely cover Loki if you want to be on it. Um, at For this sure. point in time, I'm three episodes in. It's just okay to me. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not yeah. digging it. I feel so. like me and you are in the minority from people I've asked. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone else sure. is like, I love it, this and this. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. Really, it's just a lot of talking. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to Black Widow. Uh, I guess uh, my excitement for it's died down because I kept thinking, it's supposed to come out this time last year and I was like, come on Disney, just put on Disney Plus and they wouldn't do it. Right, um, it's been, the hype has been too long. Mm-hmm. Where, And honestly, I'm just not so sure how this movie is gonna be. I've never been mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm 
excited because the movie looks good it's more so i'm excited because it's a marvel movie yeah yeah um so i don't know i don't know how it's gonna be but yeah, i will watch it it's not going to have a bearing on anything because I guess it's between uh, what's before Endgame and spoiler, she dies or she okay. sacrifices herself. Um, so it's kind of like a, it's a prequel, but it's not going to have any bearing. It doesn't change anything. Um, right. But it'll be good to see more of her character because um, she, Scarlett is a great actress and you don't really get to show that acting range as Black Widow as much, but uh, maybe it's true. Uh, I'm looking forward to in my typical masculinity, Fast 9, <laughs> uh, these movies, you know what you're getting. It's not going to be great, <laughs> but uh, The Rock isn't in this one, but John Cena is. I love wrestling, so <laughs> look out for John Cena. He's having a big year. He's in this. He's going to be in the Suicide Squad, and uh, yeah, and I don't know if uh, Shang-Chi comes out this year, but I Oh, it does, yeah. 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 I, I like that one more than what I saw from the Eternals trailer that didn't really... Yeah, I... Um... I'm excited for the Eternals because of the cast, but the yeah. trailer didn't really do it for me. Like this yeah, the cast has, feel like a Marvel movie. Cast has some um, Game of Thrones people, right? Um, Angelina Jolie. It has. No, um, I don't really like her, but uh, it has. Uh, forget his name, but he's Paperboy in the Atlanta show. Um, and then it has my man uh, Kumar. Yeah, yeah. Kumail um, Nanjiani, st- Nan- I think. And he got uh, he got spoiled for the movie. Yeah, he um, did. And he's just delayed. like the big sick is like one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, yeah, that movie's great. And he did a very short-lived podcast with his wife during mm-hmm. the beginning of the pandemic. And it brought me much joy. And I highly that's good. recommend, I think, even though it's been a year. Uh, some things are evergreen. Yeah. Like this podcast. You can if this is 2050, you're listening to a shout out to you in the future. Exactly. Um, hopefully the world isn't in nuclear chaos or anything, but um <laughs> shout out i'll be long <laughs> gone probably um unless i can get money and you know chirogenically freeze myself there you um, go don't like give up on your level. dreams oh i have a lot of dreams i don't know how many of them will come true but <laughs> n- never give up on your dreams it's when you give up on your dreams your dreams give up on you <laughs> that's a wrestler yeah. said that once that's <laughs> beautiful yeah and on that note <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should get out of here, but we will probably be back soon, you know, given that we cover a lot of Marvel and then I'm sure Ben, um, he'll want to do some sports stuff, you know, shout out to Ben and my other friends who all went to New Orleans, left us here, but I'm not <laughs> mad. I wouldn't have went anyway. I just wanted a token invite. That's all. Not for us, Bryson. No. All right. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for listening and we will uh, talk to you soon. Bye. All right. All right.